Hey there, and welcome to the Wholehearted Life podcast. Now, if you are anything like me, the young professional, I know that you are looking to live a more balanced and wholehearted life. Well, this podcast is going to show you exactly how to do that. So let's go. Hey, hey, welcome to the Wholehearted Life podcast. Hope you're having a lovely day. I hope the sun is shining somewhere where you are, or maybe it's going to it's going to shine soon. Okay, so today's podcast, I'm really excited to share with you. The inspiration hit me today during an exercise class. That's actually where I get most of my creative juices and flow. When I am moving to music, I'm sweating, and I just have a clear head because I don't have all these distractions of my computer, my phone, um, the things I have to do, the dirty dishes, the bed that needs to be made, all of those things. So I want to talk about resistance to change. And this is a really interesting topic because the second you start to realize where your resistance is coming in in your life and where that resistance is coming in for changes that maybe you know you need to make, um, it'll really start to change things because you'll learn how to cope with that resistance and then to change it. Okay, so I want to share with you three different ways that my life has evolved after I let go of resistance to change. And I'm going to just kind of walk you through what that process was like for me, because if I said it was easy, I would be lying to you. Okay, so the first one is um, when I moved to Miami, I was working at a position that I really, really didn't like. It was nothing against the position itself. It just wasn't suiting suited for me. So I was a nanny for a family and, you know, nothing against the family or anything like that. It just wasn't a type of job that suited my strengths. And I remember when I started, I actually had this, I think I've talked about it in one of my podcasts before, but I had this like gut feeling upon starting the job that it was just not going to work for me because I knew myself but I was had this layer of resistance over kind of my mentality thinking oh well whatever it'll be fine I'll save up a bunch of money and you know get to experience a new place etc just do it so I did it and I just had this feeling in my stomach. It was like this pit in my stomach. I couldn't get rid of it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like we're talking for four months. I just couldn't get out. I would be sick to my stomach every single day with this feeling. And it was this feeling that I wasn't doing what I was meant to be doing because I wasn't ready to own up to the challenge of being full on in the fitness world. And I had been doing this in Bozeman when I was living in Montana, working full time as a trainer and as a group fitness instructor, but I never Never felt that I was being compensated correctly for the amount of work that I put in. And so when I moved, I decided I wanted to take a break from that because I was sick of busting my butt and making kind of more of a lesser amount of money for the change that I was creating in people's lives. And it took me realizing my worth to realize that I wasn't going to accept that amount of compensation. So Anyways, I decided I needed to take a break from it and my body was tired and my mind was tired from all this personal training and teaching classes because it is really exhausting and it requires a lot of giving and you have to give every single day with your whole heart. So anyways, I like took this break and I was doing this position that I hated and then I just knew immediately, like literally then starting that I wasn't going to work out. So I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? I don't know anyone. I don't have any other options. 
Um, the only thing I've ever been so, so good at is changing people's lives through moving their bodies. And so I was like, all right. So I found a personal training position and there was this space between the place that I was in and where I needed to go. So I knew that I really needed to make this change, but I was scared because I didn't know anyone at this huge gym that I now work at. I didn't have any like, you know, I had background and experience and I was definitely qualified for the, for the position that I'm in now, but it's not like maybe I was the top candidate or whatever you may think. So I was really scared and I almost didn't even apply for it and I didn't really like... I don't know I knew I needed to leave but there was all these steps that I knew I needed to take to get out of my situation and so what's really important to think about if you're in a challenging situation right now maybe you're going through a divorce or maybe you're going through a situation where you need to change where you're living or maybe you really want to make a big move but you don't have the guts to do it or you do have the guts you just haven't figured out your plan or maybe you want to leave your job whatever it may be think about it like this so I like to like actually physically put things on a piece of paper there's okay so you take out a pen and paper and then you're going to write down current state and then draw a line or like past that right so current state line then you're going to write resistance draw a line then change big gap draw a line and then new result So you have to work yourself through these steps and you just have to accept that it's going to kind of suck in that resistance part and in that change part. And so I really didn't want to have to uproot and change from this position that I was in as this nanny because I had felt that I really owed it to these people. Of course I did to, you know, be their employee and work hard and do all the things that I was supposed to be doing, but I knew that it wasn't right for me and I felt really bad about that. And so there was a lot weighing down heavy on me. All of this fight that maybe I should just stay, maybe I should just stay. But then I just had to physically push myself out of that place where I was resisting the change, move into the change, and then take the steps that I needed to take in order to get to the next level. Did I want to make it in the fitness industry in Miami? Sure, let's find out. And so then what I did is I decided to own that. So I applied for a new job. I got the job. I found an apartment. I told my former employers that I was going to be leaving. I told them I wasn't going to be able to stay part-time because this job was going to be very intense. The new job as a personal trainer. So I made the steps. I made the change. Okay, so now I'm in the new job, right? (laughs) And when I was living in Bozeman, I had like a full client load, which basically means when you're a trainer, you work to build up your clientele. You work to build up your client list. And then you have all of your appointments, kind of like being a doctor or a physical therapist or like a dentist, right? And then you come in and you have appointments all day long and then you leave and then you go home and then you do it again. So I got to this new job, you know, I literally just like thrown everything away that I had known in Miami at my former position, my place of living, all that stuff, got a new place and started at this job. And I was like, I got there on the first day and this is the type of job where they don't give you your clients. They're not like, here, this person wants a personal trainer. They're like, okay, if if people want training, you need to go show them why you should be their trainer. So I was just like standing there 
and just thinking, what have I gotten myself into? I don't think that I'm going to be able to build up my client list. I don't know anyone at this gym. Like, what do I do? And it was really scary. And so I was in this big place of resistance yet again. I had made the change. I had broken through. I was ready for something new. And then boom, guess what? I'm there again. And I'm just like standing there at the gym on like my second or third day, just like, what the hell? And then you know what I did? I was like, you know what? If I'm going to go in, I am going to go in. So instead of complaining about the fact that I had to find my own clients or saying screw this and quitting or bitching about it with my coworkers, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make the change. I'm going to make it happen. So I pushed past the resistance as hard as it was and as humbling as it was to have to go up and talk to complete strangers all day, every single day and convince them to why they need a trainer and why they should train with me. I just did it. I just did it. I just did it. And I put my head down and I worked for what I wanted. And I am at a place now. I'm not really going to talk about like where I've leveled to, but I am well, well, well on my way up to where I want to be. And (laughs) people ask me, they're like, oh my God, like, how are you doing it? How are you doing it? You're killing it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I just like put my head down and I worked. I worked for what I wanted. But the reason I worked for what I wanted was because I cared about what I wanted. If you don't care about what it is you're fighting for, then what's the point? If you don't care about the person you're in a relationship with, why be with them? If you don't care about your job, why do it? If you don't care about your body, then you're not going to take care of it. And so we place the care where we think that we should place it. And I think that that's a really important lesson. And when we think about change, right? Like if you're trying to change something, you better hope that you're changing for the better and that you're changing towards something that you want more than what you had before. I wanted this training job because it makes me feel alive. If I didn't want this job, then I would have just stayed as a nanny. Like, sure, whatever, why not? But you have to think about what you really, really want deep down. And instead of letting fear, which I believe is the number one front runner when it comes to resistance to change, is that fear that would rather keep you where you are, just say, screw that. Push through it and take the jump. I watched this Will Smith Instagram video. He's always posting like funny stuff, but then also super inspirational stuff on his Instagram. You should definitely go check it out. It's Will Smith. And you've maybe seen it, but I have to share it with you. So basically it's this video of all these people that are wanting to jump off of diving boards or jump off of cliffs or go skydiving or jump out of a plane or do something really scary. And they're just hesitating, right? So maybe, you know, that feeling and it's maybe more of a mental feeling than standing on the side of a mountain about to jump into the ocean or whatever it may be. But I know that feeling so well where you're like, I just want to jump, but what if I fall and break my kneecaps (laughs) or like what if I fall and I fail what if I fall and I can't get back up well I believe that I'm here to tell you that you will maybe fall and you will definitely get back up and then you'll fall again and you'll get back up again And then you'll have some resistance and then you'll push through and change. So think about what you want to fight for. Think about what you want to strive for. Maybe it's more freedom. Maybe it's more alone time. 
Maybe it's a big trip by yourself. Maybe it's getting out of that relationship. Maybe it's owning up to your relationship. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Feel the resistance, feel the fear, and then just go for it. Okay, so my last one that I want to share with you evolving into that or out of that resistance into change is my journey as a runner. So I've been a runner since I was 15. I started cross country. My mom was like, you can pick um, soccer, field hockey, or cross country when I moved to Maine when I was, okay, no, I was 14. And I was like, well, I really hate ball sports. I'm not coordinated at all, which is ironic because I am a dancer. But like with ball sports, I'm not good (laughs) at all. It's embarrassing. Anyways, so she's like, okay, well, pick one. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll do cross country. So that was where all the hippies and the quote-unquote weirdos hung out but I don't really care because running is awesome so anyway I started running and it was love at first run but it was like love hate at first run do you know what I mean so whatever sport you play or whatever thing you do that's so hard maybe it's even like playing the piano but it's like you love it because you love the challenge that was running to me and that was running to me and has been running to me for the past like 10 years until about uh, I would say like two years ago so let's say like eight years past two years okay so what changed so I was always known as the quote-unquote slow runner that was like my persona I know maybe you don't believe me because yes I'm an athlete yes I work out a lot I'm a trainer I teach Pilates yoga whatever okay but I'm still not that fast and I don't think I'll ever be so so fast but when I was in high school they called me the caboose why because at the end of all the cross-country meets where we had to race I was always the last one and you know what my coach never made me feel bad about that not even once like he just encouraged me and loved me as an athlete and just told me that I could do anything I put my mind to and as a result I never burned out of running I to this day love to put on my shoes and go for a run and I really do think that that's because I was never told that I wasn't good enough I was never told that I needed to you know I was told to push my limits but it was never like push yourself till you throw up because I was like I don't want to throw up um and so then in the past few years, I decided I wanted to see more of a change in my running. You know, I'd always been at this like 10, 11 minute mile and I was like, I'm ready for something new. I'm ready to be faster. And I had this resistance of eight years of just not wanting to get to that level. If you want to level up to something, if you want to make a change, you have to push through obviously the resistance. And so I started interval running and it's freaking hard and it sucks but it's really all in the mental game. And so you just think of it as everything is temporary. I'm going to push now so that I can glide and so that I can groove and so I can be in the flow later, right? So then as you work on your intervals, you get faster and then your pace starts to decrease and decrease without you even noticing it. So just kind of an interesting lesson that I was thinking about today and I just wanted to share with you because I think that we don't give ourselves credit for how strong, not just like that we are, but that we can be. And it just takes a level of mental toughness to get to that next level. So when we're being mentally tough, it means having to push past what we're comfortable with. But that doesn't mean you can't take care of yourself. That doesn't mean you can't make sure that you're you know, getting enough sleep if your job is super intense or making sure you're eating well if you have a super active day or making sure that 
you're getting the love you need when you're in a relationship from whatever person it may be. And I don't know, think about that idea of resistance and maybe take a look at that piece of paper. It's like you're in your current state, you have all this resistance and maybe fear, and then you decide you're done with that and you shed that and you walk into a new change. And then once you're from in that new change, you see a new result and maybe you see this person that you are that you didn't even know that you were capable of becoming. Thank you so much for listening to the Wholehearted Life podcast. I hope you really enjoyed today's content and I will be sharing more and more with you as the weeks go on. If you liked what you listened to today, please consider writing me a review and rating this podcast. I would totally appreciate it. Maybe just a few sentences telling everyone what you liked about the show. And if you are looking for more on Wholehearted Life things, moments, inspiration, you know where to find me on those social media handles. So just go on over to wholehearted underscore underscore life on Instagram. If you are interested in Snapchat, where I post exclusive content only to Snapchat that you will not see anywhere else, and we get a more personal interaction, you can find me at Blazer Trail. That is B-L-A-I-S-E-R-T-R-A-I-L. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you next time on the Wholehearted Life Podcast.